Incorporating brain-computer interface technology, a funnel and several bar bearings, I can now urinate, sleep, and play the game simultaneously. I'm not an aggressive person, but I admit it. I like killing things. You guys, the quest to activate this orb is balls. All right, Blade signed up for man night, not bickering old fart night. Sorry I gave you ugly face. I sketched it on a gummy high. <laughs> I just ate $10. Another reminder, RE colon this morning. Men only shower together if there's more than one shower. Hey, Guildies, this is Kenny, and you're listening to Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast for the award-winning web series of The Guild. This is Companion Cast Season 4, Episode 3. Can you believe it? We're already on the third episode. Time is flying by. So I've gotten some feedback about the companion cast, and it seems like you guys are really enjoying them. It's great. I put a lot of work into these, and I think they're turning out fantastic. They're a lot of fun to do, and I think I have some really good interviews, and hopefully I'm passing all this cool information on to you guys. And if you like the companion cast, let me know. Send me some feedback at knightsoftheguild at gmail.com. For this companion cast, we're going to be discussing episode three. So hopefully you've already watched it, and uh, I have some really cool interviews today with some of the cast and actually crew also who worked on this episode. Of course, the really big thing is Greg Aronowitz's painting. It was incredible and it was a big topic during this episode. So a lot of the actors, a lot of the crew are obviously talking about that because that was such a big, big thing. We also introduced a new character, Ollie, played by Frank Ashmore. So I think I'm going to get started. Let's go ahead and take a listen to Companion Cast, Season 4, Episode 3. I'm here with Greg Aronowitz, and he is, as we speak, drawing the romance cover of uh, uh, Fox and Codex. And um, how's this going? <laughs> I'm trying to think of a question to ask. But. <laughs> well, I guess the main question is, will this be done in time? <laughs> yeah. I Actually, the thought I was just having, I was like, wow, uh, Kenny's going to win like a Pulitzer Prize or something for this behind-the-scenes coverage. Like, <laughs> this is a first, actually. This is a first. We're, we're, it's not a uh, just coverage and an interview later. Like, you're actually... This is live. We're, we're doing a podcast as I'm actually doing the painting. That's right. Or I'm doing the drawing for the painting that shoots in... <laughs> in a few days? Yeah, like, I, what would it be, like, 48 hours? Right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, so talk about, like, live on the scene, like, firsthand. <laughs> so let's talk about the picture. Yeah. Um, you told me it was a composite? Yes. Because that's obviously not Will's body or Felicia's <laughs> body, but those are their heads that they did come in and pose for that. That's like, No, that's Felicia's body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, Fel- if you asked Felicia, she would say, she's gonna, from now on, she's going to say that's her body. No, it is... Um, uh, it's actually multiple people, and that, that's what's kind of funny about the uh, the dawn of Photoshop. You know, actually, um, before Photoshop, we would have done this with all. We would have taken photos, had the photos printed, and then, um, like on my desk here, you would just see like thirty different photos, and I would just be referencing like, oh, this hand and mm-hmm. this. And sometimes you have to do that even with when it is the whole actor because you don't get the pose exactly right. So you might be like, oh, I like the the fist in this shot, but the expression in that shot. Yeah. But what Photoshop allows you to do is put those things all together almost flawlessly, 
and then um, work off of that. It just helps it go faster because I think ordinarily a painting like this, like if I was to sit down and you know have like a beret and a palette and be like, I'm gonna try and make like a you know a wonderful piece of art. I mean, this would probably take weeks, yeah. you know, to do and have it be something that. You know, you're like, yeah, that's that's a painting. You and know? you're doing it in 24 hours. Yeah, and and you know, the disclaimer, I'm not going to say like, oh, I can do like a work of art in, in 24 hours, but it will be like, it's going to be like the impression of a painting. Like you'll look at it and be like, oh, that's like really cool, but there'll be definite choices that I make that you know will skip. Won't be super detailed. Yeah, yeah. There'll be it'll be. I guess that's the only thing I say is, you know, just the, the impression of it. And there'll be areas that are detailed, areas that are not. But it's just a, a bunch of tricks. Um, and uh, we're going to be recording the whole thing, too, and then, like, blogging about it. So oh, for nice. anyone else who has to do um, a portrait in, uh, <laughs> in 24 hours, there'll be these things you can do. Um, but, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Cool. So now the picture is made up of six Parts, seven parts? Yeah, well, let's see. So it's um, uh, my friend uh, Alina's body, and she is a, a European burlesque dancer, as you can see. <laughs> um, and then, uh, obviously, you know, Will and Felicia's head. Mm-hmm. And that's all one photo. They, they actually... Came, um, okay, so they... Yeah, they came here, and um, we did a photo shoot, and this was their pose. Um, and we did this thing where I probably took like a hundred photos, but Felicia was like all over the place, like, you know, just trying all these different things like, you know, passion and uh-huh. coyness and, you know, and, and, um, you know, Will was like doing different, like kind of looking into the distance, like he didn't care. And then like really, you know, like melting her with his eyes <laughs> and everything. And, um, but this one particular photo, it was number 42, uh, just like screamed classic romance uh-huh. novel, like just the expressions and, and the poise and everything so we went with that but we brought the d- body doubles in and matched them exactly but so this is from one photo it's mm-hmm. not a mix and match of faces um, now are the bodies also were they here together uh, they were here together because it looks yes. like they're and I think I think that it's the same photo on the bodies except that I actually moved them in slightly closer oh okay yeah. The one thing – so Felicia – Will and Felicia's bodies were in this basic pose except she was a little more closed and mm-hmm. Felicia really wanted to see like massive uh, mammaries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so with the body doubles, I had um, Alina uh, open her shoulders a little more to camera. But what that did was distance the faces mm-hmm. and I felt like there was – we lost – you know, there was something about the closeness in, in um, Will and Felicia's photo that like really had some energy. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of snuck it in a little bit. Actually, you can even see here like Felicia's neck would really be right there. here. Oh, yeah. And um, so I just – in the drawing, I just compensated for gotcha. that because Alina's head is actually like over here because she was leaning back yeah. to, you know, yeah. accentuate the cleavage. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, and then uh, the body is uh, my buddy David who is a four-time world kickboxing champion and he was also on the um, Olympic team. So he's he's pretty fit. He actually – was like, oh, I don't know, dude. I don't know if I want to do it because uh, I'm, you know, I'm kind of out of shape. I, I'm like, I'm two weeks out of shape. I was like, dude, <laughs> two weeks out of shape for you is like more than I could ever achieve in my entire <laughs> lifetime. So, 
as you can see, he's pretty solid. And then, you know, we had this big giant sword. And, yeah. And I was looking for a chair or something to prop it up so he wouldn't have to hold it the whole time. And he was like, yeah, I can hold it. I got it. <laughs> and then, but the thing is, I didn't have him wearing um, a kilt. He was just in jeans and I was going to do like these tight black pants. It seemed to be a popular thing uh-huh. on the covers. Um, and originally, in the script, this was... Uh, an airbrush painting okay and it was originally going to be like this cheesy kind of airbrush painting and i said well felicia you really want the characters to look like you and and airbrush would again it would be kind of just like super impressionistic and i'm like plus it would be kind of like jersey shore cheesy you know and so then kim came up with the idea that it would be like a um uh that it was still going to be like this van artist, but she was like, oh, it would be funny if it had like this romance novel feel. And she pulled some reference for us and then Felicia was like, that's perfect. Like we have to do that kind of thing. Um, so the uh, the kilt, when I was on set yesterday, Brian ran over to Joanne Fabrics and bought some Christmas uh, – Gingham. <laughs> so it's not even a real kilt. It's not even a real a kilt. Cloth, right? And right, I right. stapled it and folded it, and he actually modeled it for me. So uh, yeah, that's so the bottom that's, half is that's Brian. Brian's waist <laughs> there in, in the thing. Um, and then uh, now is the bottom half your friend? Of the yes. Yeah. Actually, so it's a full body. Yeah, this is a full body. Okay. So, and then um, this is kind of interesting. The uh, Felicia wore a pirate costume that she had from Halloween. Um, but it was kind of black and dark. And so for the body double, you know, I wanted Felicia to wear that too, because I feel like a lot of times, like the costume just, you know, puts you in the mood. Like I felt like it needed to be off her shoulders Mm -hmm. and stuff. I thought if she was wearing a t-shirt, even though I was going to use the body double, like she might not, you know, have the same pose. I mean, you know, she's a, super talented actor so I'm sure she can fake it but I think for me it was it was important to really like kind of see yeah. you know how how that worked and um uh for the body double though I wanted to get something closer to the painting so the, we did the body double photo shoot the day after the last day of Legend of Neil and I asked the costumer on that Jenny Green if um, she might be able to come up with something for me. And she was like, I was a pirate wench for Halloween last year and I have this cool thing. And so all these cool belts nice. and all. So that's, so, um, yeah, it's a little more cross pollination there. Um, she came over and helped with that. So very cool. And the castle in the background, <laughs> the castle, um, was, uh, is actually something that I built. It was a Valentine's day present for uh, a woman that I'm, passionately in love with so i thought it kind of fit the whole thing there's a lot of love radiating off of that castle and um just color time did and everything and fit it in there and then you know, the sky is just some stock stuff that i flopped and changed and and then this is all going to be grass and there's going to be grass in front of them so and i'm probably going to take this crazy thing off the sword and make it a little more also something you know, to be as, as rigid no um I don't know. We'll see. I think it, it's kind of funny too. The like the way he's holding it is, you know, yeah. very phallic, and yeah. so you know, if anything, yeah, I, I might make done. make this go away. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. sure it was purposely done, <laughs> but I'm not saying that we did it on purpose. <laughs> so yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next couple hours. Awesome. <laughs>
good luck with it. I can't wait to see the finished product. <laughs> yeah, at least you're a witness because when it shows up, people will be like, no, you didn't do that yesterday. <laughs> All right, so we're about to reveal Greg Aronowitz's wonderful drawing Masterpiece. painting to Felicia uh, on the set of The Guild Season 4. You know it's a real set because there's a truck going <laughs> by. <laughs> this is real, people. That was the grip truck. That was, the grip yes. Truck. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, go ahead and take a listen to uh, Felicia's reaction to it. Oh, and Sandeep is there, and uh, a lot of people. A lot of people. You'll hear Basically a lot of reactions. Everyone got pre- paraded through. Yes, to check it out. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! That's beautiful. That is... <laughs> did Felicia see it? No, I didn't. Oh, I'll get it. Here it comes. Should I get out of the way? I think, maybe I'll, I'll see. Look at that. He's just like... Oh, my God. He's just like, yeah. Oh, it was too much. That is too much. That's crazy. Oh, dude, that's, that's brilliant. Insane. That is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to kill it, too. Dude. Very nice. Oh my god. <laughs> this is in shock. That's hysterical. That's a masterpiece right there. Oh my god. Hi, okay. Who painted that? He that was you? He still tries to. I saw, it, I saw it two days ago and it was a white canvas. That's easier for you. Dude, that is magical. Oh, here we go. Okay, what do you want to put that? Something oh, god. I didn't notice him bringing that in. Okay, hey, what's up? Oh! <laughs> wow! Look at his veins! Dude! Look at this! That wow. is a lot of it! A hundred bucks! Does that exist? It's all right here! It's all right here, see? That is the most wow. awesome painting I've ever seen! Wow! It's ripped for my pleasure! That does belong in a oh cover of a novel. It does. I mean, that's <laughs> legit. Yeah, that's legit. I like the beam of light in the sky too. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. That's a it's a vaginal crease in oh. the sky. You're onto something. <laughs> Analyzing. Yeah, wow, my boobs are really pushed up there. I mean, they are up. That was your question. Yeah, I did. I <laughs> <laughs> specifically requested. I did not record. Oh God, Will's gonna love this. Yeah, Will's. I think Will's gonna want that above his bed. <laughs> wow. Oh. Well, that is the finest piece of art ever made for Amazing. a web series gag. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Greg. Oh God. Wow. There needs to be an award for this kind of thing. That is. Yeah, I think. Is this streaming for best yeah, web series for, prop goes for best suggested for yeah. parody? Wow, my hair looks really good. Or we just blow it up, and that's go- that'll be the background for next year's streaming awards. It should be. <laughs> just to the drop down. That, is that phallic too? Or am I just word- reading into it? Yeah, even this, even this wheat's phallic. <laughs> <laughs> the chart in the background? Mm. <laughs> 
It's awesome. Wow, Amazing. it looks awesome. Uh, okay. Oh Amazing, girl. Uh, I'm going to go build those up for when we do those scenes together. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, any... Uh, yeah, that could be potentially on the side of the van. Yeah. I had a guy who does van art. Whip it up for me. He's an artist. He does van art. Sure. And this could potentially, obviously, okay. be transferred to a van. <laughs> I actually think that that line... I think there might... It might be on a van. <laughs> it could be on a van. Do we still have four? If somebody wants to conventions, Vortz van. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we should have a guild convention storm. van. Yeah. We should. Well, guild convention van, it will pull Yeah, I'd much rather go in a guild convention van than a plane to a convention. <laughs> 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 We're taking the van to Indianapolis. <laughs> I have a friend who has a oh, yacht. Great. There'll be a stripper pole. Like, you know, the harbor right behind the convention center? He's mm-hmm. got a spot there. Like, we could roll up on a yacht. Shit. <laughs> that yacht. This could be on the side yacht. of a yacht. <laughs> a guild Put yacht. On the side of the boat. There's a lot of phallic things in that. <laughs> <laughs> Not the least of which is Will Wheaton. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow, it's fantastic. I didn't notice you bringing that into the bedroom at all. Huh? Yeah, somehow, <laughs> somehow I never noticed that. It looks great, Greg. It's yeah, just so it amazing. Great. I can't believe you actually can do things like this. Seriously. Yeah, that's crazy. Thank you for so, representing me well. <laughs> I'm sure the fans will enjoy I got some fun bags on me. <laughs> He's got like a 12 pack. He does. He has like, there's an extra. Um, the thing like He's got three eight. There's definitely eight. Eight pack? You can't even have an eight pack, can you? Yeah. Is that the max? I think it's about it. After that, you're. Everything after that is magically enhanced. Yeah. He's a 15 pack. 15. You can afford. Yeah. It's like a last hot dog bun. That's a penis. Look really weird. You used to be before the steroids. Oh, boy. Kind of moves like that. They'd be absolutely terrible. No, they'd just be normal. Oh, 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 Now we're going to be talking about episode three of season four. Um, can you just give, kind of give an overview, any kind of insights into that one? Yeah, so I, uh, what happened? Oh, yes. So, yes, season, uh, episode three, we see Zabu in Codex's room again because, um, you know, I, I needed to give them a dynamic because they are an integral relationship. And I thought it would be really funny um, if Zabu decides to be completely supportive so how would people react to that? You know, Fox, I mean... Platonic friend. Exactly, platonic yeah. friend yeah. Bill. So this is his first, like... This is the first inkling we get of, you know, something he would do as yeah. a platonic friend. And, like, I don't know where this came from, but, like, I think this season highlight will be this painting oh, that Greg Aronowitz made. Yep. It is literally the best thing I've ever seen in my life. I think if anything comes out of the season, it is that painting. And I actually have a duplicate of it on my wall. Greg gave you it, really? Greg gave it to me nice, for my birthday. Nice. And it's in my office, which is creepy. Um, Will up there? Yeah, me and Will up there. It's like a, a, a duplica replica, uh, nice. like a professional replica, um, museum replica. Listen, guys, I really look like that when I wear a shirt like that. No, I don't. Um, those are people's bodies. It's like a kickboxing champion, I think. Yeah, I'm and one, and then dancer. a burlesque dancer. She is burlesque. Yep. That's for sure. Yep. And um, I don't know. I think maybe on the DVD we're gonna have a little extra about that painting because. Uh, Will and I just could not stop cracking up when we were posing for that thing. It was yeah. just ridiculous. Yeah. So what was your first reaction when you saw it? 
Oh, when I see the painting, <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. I was just like, because <gasps> honestly, that's probably a dream of mine. Like, I guess it's a subconscious dream that I wanted to be you on a cover one of this. I do, but I read them on my Kindle. So it was oh, just okay. a joke. It was a joke that I added up in my head. Like, what would be it's just the weirdest thing? It's because I got a Kindle and I read all those romance novels I always wanted to read, but I was too embarrassed because of the covers. Oh, that's right. Now you don't have to buy them. In so I don't have, yeah. <laughs> so there you go. I don't have to buy them in the store. You can't see the cover. And that was just always a joke. Like, I read this, you know, very, like, lady porn. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and so that was where that idea came. And really, I had pictured something a little more airbrushed, like a van art, because that's what... Uh, Zabu says it's like yeah. fan art, so so more of a cheesy airbrush look. So this is so legit. It's like insane to me, like how <laughs> legit it is. And um, yeah, so basically, I hope people laugh a lot when that gets revealed. And then after that, um, we see Ollie. That's right. We introduce Ollie, who's Ollie, a new character. who's a new character. He's the manager Ashmore. slash owner of Cheesy yeah. Bird. Frank is so funny. He's awesome. See, I know him from V. Oh yes, yes. I love. I was a huge V fan. So he never done comedy before, and I am just bowled away. Because yes, I asked him the same thing if he had done a pirate before, because he plays a pirate perfectly. He is like he's one of those actors like you just respect acting after you work with him because you know that that's he's an artist. Yeah. His art is to become other characters, and I don't think I'll ever be like that. Like personally, like I. You know, that's a different kind of craft. That's a stage craft. Like, yeah. I'm going to become another character. I was like, you got to get headshots that are more comedic because you are hilarious. Yeah. Like, he brought... That was a difficult role. And when we auditioned, the script wasn't quite ready, so it wasn't on the page. And um, I... Uh, and, and and we really didn't even put on the breakdown. Like, we put more Marine on the background because I was like, it's going to be crazy if the guy talks like a pirate. So I wanted to be play straight like a marine, yeah. but he just used a couple pirate terms. But Frank brought in a character. He created that character from scratch, and nobody else was able to embody something that really made even really lame lines that I know that I wrote lame <laughs> um, to be funny. Yeah. So God bless Frank Ashmore, <laughs> uh, and he he's just my favorite thing. Like every time I'm editing an episode, like he is just so full of life in every second. You can just cut to him doing nothing, and he's interesting. It's such a lesson in acting. So, um, yeah, we see him and just this weird relationship he has with Blades. Like, I don't know where that came from, but it just slowly evolved. Yeah. So that um, I set it up in episode uh, one, I think, where Ollie doesn't, you know, Ollie, there's a line that Blades says, he, he won't care yeah. that I'm on the laptop when I'm playing because he loves everything I do. Yeah. And, like, I was like, wow, wouldn't that be funny? Like, Blades is so awful. What if he's just supportive? So when he's turkey bowling. Yeah. Uh, my very favorite moment in this episode, other than the painting, is when Blade slaps that burger on the plate and the fries fall off of it while Ollie's, like, chastising Jeanette about having lip. Like, he's so terrible, and Ollie does not see anything. It's yeah, but he's most... feeling sympathy for Jeanette. A little, she, yes. She's a, she's a bad, you know, I mean, she's She's the connecting poor, character there, but yeah. But you feel bad for her, because she's... She's in the right. That's what's so is. funny. I know. And, but Blake gets away with everything. He gets away with everything. I'm so excited to There's see. There's something about that. It's just the funniest dynamic ever. I don't know where it came from. I just was like, you know, it's always just like, what can I do with this? What can I? How can I make this fun? And yeah. especially, you know, Frank brought a lot of dynamic to that that I sort of molded throughout the script after he got cast. I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> but it was there still because I was like, what is not predictable? Yeah, yeah. So um, that happened, and then what else happened? Oh, uh, Tika Clara, you know, their partnership is forged. So just seeing them, like, being pleasant to each other just makes me laugh because when we go to conventions, they're so buddy-buddy. That's what I was going to say. I mean, they became, they're like best friends. Yes. From the, the six of you. Yeah, that's the Those only reason I... Those two have bonded so well together, and it's so funny because they're such an unlikely pair. Yeah. But- 
they get along so good and um, that was the reason why I paired them up this season because that was always an intention okay I want to pair people up and those two have to do something together there's so much mileage that can go to that so yeah I think this is a really good episode and the cliffhanger is sort of the culmination of the whole Fox mystery that Codex really had a one night stand and you know uh, maybe I'm kind of a prude I guess maybe I'm a little prudish but not really I'm in a weird you know uptight prude non-prude uh, to me like that idea of doing that would never happen and to me you know everybody it was a question of rationalizing like why would she do that like that's such a bold move and you know kind of legitimately they had relations yeah. before that date so it wasn't like she just found a stranger and slept that's with them true. but like to me I was kind of worried that people would be shocked like there were some comments last season like Codex is a whore now which I think you know well, is not appropriate I, I, too yeah I think that's extreme it's very <laughs> extreme and there was always a chemistry there between yeah. the characters. Well, yeah, it was like a love-hate bicker type of marriage thing. Exactly, so and I wanted to explore that a little a bit more. It was a surprise when she wound up in bed with him. Yes, I it mean, was. It was, but it wasn't also. Uh, yeah, I tried to set it up in a yeah. subtle, subtle way. There yeah. was sexual tension there. Yeah. So, um, but also, you know, I don't think there is sort of this attitude in 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 Hollywood that a girl either has to be a slut or she never has sex. Yeah. So. I think it's such an inconsistency because it's the op- you know guys don't ever have that standard. So yeah. you either have to be a virgin, vestal virgin, or you're a whore. Yeah. And I think you know that's not real. That's yeah. not what women are in this world. Sure. And the fact that Codex was able to do that, and but she feels immense guilt about it. But yeah. she's not a prude. It's just the idea that she would be. You know, this is this is one of the emotional things that I thought was interesting that I try to play with is the fact that she uh, she. She de- she's guilty about it. She feels yeah. guilty because it's it's an interior thing. Yeah. And 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 I tried to relate like what I would feel as a person because yeah. you know she is very close to me. And when I got stuck, I was like, well, what I, would I feel in this situation? So when she feels that devastation, like I didn't want it to be a sad moment. Yeah. But it is like she looks at herself with new eyes, and I yeah. love the sort of shot that you know we had to get that in five minutes, and it literally was one take yeah. <laughs> it was one cu- it was awful it was like the tiniest bathroom ever and like that's how the guild rolls and I, I needed her to get away from Zabu so he didn't know yeah um, so I was like let's do in the bathroom the smallest room we could possibly shoot in yep. so uh, and just the fact that we were able to do something a little artistic and actually kind of interesting the fact that she looks at herself new mm-hmm. I am yeah. a hoe bag yeah um, I love that little artistic flair that Sean and Chris added there and yeah. um, and I haven't talked about the fact that we're shooting on a different camera this season I'm sure you've gotten other people talking yeah, about it but true. It's a D, uh, the Canon Mark D5. It's so bizarre because it looks like a photographer's camera. Yeah, it doesn't feel like you're actually filming anything. I don't. I still don't trust it. <laughs> but uh, it definitely. I, I hope that people like the look of the season. It's definitely um, an interesting look compared to uh, uh, the last seasons. It's yeah. you know it's different. Yeah. But uh, I love I like the way I like the way I'm lit. So that's nice. Cool. Too. <laughs> that's all that matters. All right. <laughs> Have with me Will Wheaton. He just, um, well, let's just say he saw a very special painting from uh, Greg Aronowitz. What was your first reaction to that? It was everything I hoped it would be when Felicia and I went out to Greg's studio to pose for the picture. Um, I was I was horrified and impressed and then horrified again that Felicia knew as much about romance novel covers as she did. Uh, and it uh, turns out that she actually has read many of them, um, uh, which she admits a, a little bit too freely, I think. So we had a ridiculously good time choosing the, the 
inspiration for this painting and uh, then in an even better time like sort of writing the subtext for what the two characters are kind of going through so uh, when you're doing something like this painting it needs to be um, a really good parody so it kind of needs to be awesome like it needs to be legitimately good like oh sure that could be on on a novel cover and I think Greg just nailed it like all your muscles yeah, I'm never going to have muscles like that ever in my entire life. It was weird. It was a little weird to look at, at um, a, a depiction of myself uh, that was, uh, like, sexy. Nice. Great. Well, thanks for chatting with us. <laughs> Here with producer Kim Evie. So let's talk a little bit about episode three. Uh, this one, we see... This, well, this is the big reveal, which I know a lot of people were looking forward to. The actual painting of uh, Fox and Codex. Yes, again, Greg Aronowitz to the rescue or, or on the scene, <laughs> making like the funniest painting I have ever, ever, ever seen. Yeah. Do you remember the first time you saw the painting? You didn't see, you saw it when we did it at your house, right? We brought it over. Yeah, that was the first time I saw it. Yeah, but I was there when they were, um, when uh, Felicia and Will were doing the modeling for it. Yeah, so the modeling session was really hilarious and just, you know, so awkward for both of them because they have to hold these, like, really dramatic, overly dramatic poses. And they just bust out laughing, you know. And Will was like, this is so awkward. This is like, you know, doing this with my sister. (laughs) (laughs) So. That's great. But you were, no, you weren't there for the body doubles, just for the. Correct. Correct. So, so we saw the pose. We knew what, what we knew what the pose was going to look like. But then we said, you know, like put in, you know, yeah. lots of cleavage and, yeah. you know, like the craziest, muscliest dude you can find, and, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So cool. I'm here with Vince. I like the scenes with uh, Timberly. That was funny. That yeah. Was I mean, fun. I sort of like how in season four we've created this. Sort of impromptu rivalry between me and the waitress Timberly at Cheesy Beards, and it just—it's—it's it's worth a lot of laughs. Yeah, it's really yeah. funny stuff. And I'm here with Sandy Preek, and we're gonna talk about some scenes you just shot. Um, since I wasn't able to get into the room to see what was shot, if you can just talk about the scene and then just your experience shooting it. Uh, today we shot a lot of stuff from, I'm not even sure what the episode breakdowns are because we just go by scene numbers, but yeah. we shot a lot of, um, all the stuff that's in Codex's bedroom in the early episodes where I come in with the painting, um, I come in to fix her computer and then, uh, and then d- display, uh, using my angel choir voice, uh, the amazing painting that Greg Aronowitz made. I can never pronounce his name. Uh, <laughs> So this is a really fun... I mean, it's always really fun to not be acting into a computer screen and to be working with an actor, especially someone like Felicia, who's hilarious, and uh, we have a great rapport, so I knew these scenes would be really fun today. It's like some of the most fun stuff that I get to do the entire season. So today was really exciting. We did that We did that scene in particular, covered that in a lot of ways, and um, I think we had some other, uh, like, some of the other, like, uh, stuff that was with me and Zabu and Codex uh, when we're conversing with the rest of the guild. Um, that was cool. So any, any surprises? Um, 
everything went no yeah there were surprises for sure I mean there's always like once you finally get in that room and start like blocking the scene out we always discover stuff that wasn't in the script or that can't be can't, couldn't have worked out because um, we didn't know that like you know whatever like we didn't have, we wouldn't have enough space for that or like you know today and actually the last couple of days Felicia has been like rewriting the script as we've gone along a lot um and it's it's fun i mean i'm sure she's kind of stressed out about it in a way uh, but at the same time it's fun for me because um i do come from that improv background so like actually trying to memorize lines is worse for me i like to like sort of get them at the last second and then play with them in the room and i think we did did discover a lot of fun little quirky uh jokes and stuff that that wasn't necessarily in the script or kind of just like moments that were just real mm-hmm. uh between felicia and i well, now, were there i any, think of something specific yeah can but, you uh, speak anything that should have been but didn't i mean I, well, who knows what'll get making it a cut but like um felicia and i did like when we displayed the painting i did this like angel choir thing which i think was really hopefully funny and and hopefully makes it into the script somehow um or the, into the cut and uh just that whole scene, like it was, there's just like a lot of little little moments and beats and stuff, um, stuff that was in the script too that got like kind of shifted around, and we found kind of like a more natural place for it, like the ATM joke. I don't like where I say that like Blades used ATM parts in some of her uh, fixing her computer, like that was fun, um, and just the whole. Um, and Sean does a really great job of you know directing us, so like he'll find these uh, these ways to say the lines in a totally different way. Like, a lot of, like, Felicia's uh, monologue where she kind of riffs on, um, where she's talking, she's kind of giving me advice as uh, as a friend about my mother, about how I should handle my mother, and, and you know, I didn't want to answer the phone, and, you know, I never want to answer the phone when she calls, and I'm freaked out by her, and he, she starts giving me advice. That's, that is kind of good friend advice, and then it becomes quickly just, she gets lost in her own world her own world and starts talking about her, her situation with her and Fox. It was all very vague though. So I'm like sitting like as, as Zabu, I'm like, um, are we still, are you still talking about me? And then having that reaction, like what was written in the script was, uh, boy, friend talks are really long winded, which is also a very fun, funny line. And I wanted to say that line, but then when Sean sort of directed her to make it more like to have it start as, um, actual advice to me and then later become about, Felicia's issues, or sorry, Codex's issues, that always compelled me to say instead of instead of say the long-winded joke was to say, you know, are we still talking about me? You know, um, and then I, that's what we ended up going with, and that's what we got like five takes of. So I'm pretty sure that's what we're gonna end up using in the cut. And it's just like those little things where you're like, oh, that's, you know, so Sean directed her to do it that way, which is awesome, and then that gives me. That that makes me feel like I should give a different response than necessarily what's scripted. So and just like slight tweaks. Yeah, slight tweaks and like things that make it feel really collaborative. And we we start, we did we're doing that a lot more this season. We're like Felicia and I are just like especially for this scene, you know, like going over the scene and being like, oh, what would we say here? What, what like I want to I want to get rid of a lot of this dialogue. So like what sh- how should we compact this or whatever? And I think we did a lot of that today. And we also added yeah, like the whole bit about the t-shirts was sort of an improvised line. Um, like I don't know if that'll make it into the cut either, but you know I looked at the picture and then I say, um, you know, don't worry about don't worry about it. I'm on team Codex, Codex and Fox. I'm on team Cox, which was scripted and that's hilarious. And I was like, yeah, I'm thinking about making some T-shirts. And I looked it up and the painting is so ridiculous. And I think about making some T-shirts and 
uh, putting Team Cox in the back and maybe in a Helvetica font and uh, just riffing on that, which is really fun. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just like I, I love that sort of spur of the moment stuff, and we're I feel like we're doing a lot more of that this season. Awesome. Well, thanks for chatting with us. Yay. With me is Sean Becker, and um, Greg Aronowitz actually revealed a picture today of uh, the romance novel-esque type picture. What did you think of it? I was blown away. Well, here's the deal. I guess I guess everyone was being brought out one by one, and he would unveil it to them. <laughs> and I unfortunately just had come out back, and so I had, I forgot. I think it was Vince's unveiling. Like I had happened to just be behind him coming out the gate, so like I saw it from afar so it kind of blew the surprise at first but it, it, it is it weird to uh, just keep staring at it I don't no know. i took uh, probably about 30 something pictures of it okay it's, it's amazing you know we and that, that was the thing too is when we shot we shot okay we have to have zabu reveal us in a wide shot now a medium shot now a close-up now an insert of it like we made and then what we actually did in the scene it was just um there was a point in the day where we were shooting ahead of ourselves so we were later on in the day and so i had to go back and think okay well, what happens right before this scene and that's the picture unveiling so we're like well if he unveils the picture where would he put it so we put it up against Codex's desk so for that whole entire scene whenever we cut back to Codex's desk you're going to see this picture. this picture nice. in full frame nice I'm sure Greg will appreciate that I appreciate Greg so <laughs> uh, did everything go as planned all the scenes today for the episodes we went well we had I forgot how many scenes we had we actually had to push some stuff till tomorrow um, we did the, the goal, I mean, the goal is always to shoot everything we have planned, but we shot out all of Blades' scenes and all of Zabu's scenes, mm-hmm. and then we ended with Codex. We, we did all everything except for the webcam stuff. For Codex. For Codex. Okay. So, so you did um, a lot. We did a lot today, and of course the goal, like I said, was to finish everything, so we didn't do any of her webcams, and we didn't do her guild chat scene for episode one, but that's something, you know, uh, we'll pick up tomorrow, yeah. and we'll plan it out so we can get that done and, yeah. and get to all the other stuff but it, I mean the most important part was the scenes because yeah. the scenes are a lot harder to shoot whereas with the webcam it's just her looking to do a camera so that's a little bit easier to pick yeah. up later yeah. so I mean I wish I would have gotten everything but I don't regret the extra time that we put into the, the stuff yeah. that we did get to shoot today cool anything else interesting happen in these episodes and shooting them? Oh, just overall. I mean, the, the, it's hard to top the painting reveal. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Blades had a really funny scene, too. And um, everyone actually, on top of a schedule like this, all the actors, um, Sandy, Vince, and Felicia, were just on top of it today. Yeah. So that always helps, too, so we can get the coverage we want and, awesome. um, and keep going. But no, I mean, you know, I'm very, very tired, but I also had a lot of fun today. So. Well, that's going to do it. Hopefully you guys really enjoyed this episode. It was a lot of fun, some great interviews, and I just want to thank all of the cast and crew for opening up to me and chatting with me uh, during their really busy, busy schedule. It was difficult to pull them aside, but they were all gracious and took time and, and really gave me some great info to pass on to you guys. So don't forget, I want to hear some feedback. Let me know if you guys are enjoying the companion cast. Also, we'd love feedback on our regular podcast, microcast, mini cast. We have so many different casts we do. We just love getting feedback from you guys. You can email those feedback to knightsoftheguild at gmail.com. We also love getting voicemails. So I think that's going to do it for this companion cast. But before I go, always remember, put me on Team Codex Fox. Team Cox. I think I might make t-shirts.
Copyright info. Knights of the Guild has a creative commons attribution. Non-commercial. No derivative works. 3.0. There's a decimal in there. United States license. All rights reserved. I'm going to pass out. <laughs> <laughs>